that woman is Shirley Eichardt's. And I think it's in her death that we actually may come to know her true accomplishments, because in her death, I'm now learning, she penned lots of famous hits sung by, you know, the likes of Anne Murray, Alana Miles, Cher, Emily Harris. So she wrote a lot of hits, and uh, she did not like the spotlight. How about that? Eric Alper is, of course, a guy who loves music, music publicist, but not just that. You had a very close connection um, to Shirley because you were actually her publicist in the last couple of years. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for remembering her like that. Well, you know, I was a little surprised. I love music. I know my music. I didn't know that, that she wrote that song. I don't think most people, I think most people assume Bonnie Raitt hit, wrote that hit. Uh, and so I think it's in her death that you, we might learn she actually accomplished a lot. Yeah, and, and you're definitely not alone. You know, the, the way that songwriters tend to stay in the background, um, mostly because it's their choice. They don't want the spotlight. Or in the case of, of, uh, of Shirley, she had the spotlight for a number of years. She won the Juno Award for Best Female Country Artist in 1973 and 1974. She had her first written hit when she was 16 years old for Anne mm. Murray. So she had that taste of the spotlight. She just chose to kind of stay in the background and work with other amazing songwriters in Oshawa and Toronto and then moving on to Nashville where she ended up writing that song for Bonnie Raitt. Um, that song weirdly enough it was supposed to be for ann murray and ann mm. murray's manager said that uh, oh this wow the hit and uh kind of came <laughs> and left it on the shelf until bonnie Raitt heard it and said oh this is the song that i want so mostly by choice these songwriters are staying in the background but they're certainly no less important than the performer because without people writing the songs they don't have anything to sing on stage isn't that interesting? I mean, it may, maybe it wouldn't have been a hit under Anne-Marie. I mean, she's got beautiful, beautiful, um, you know, pipes, a voice. But but it really, I think in this industry, I don't think it's a secret, you got to get that American um, hit uh, that really kind of takes you into another level. So maybe, um, you know, the failure of Anne-Marie's management to see that as a hit was a, was a blessing in disguise because Bonnie Raitt loved that song. And she was so, she, she boosted that song into a, a, a hemisphere. I don't think it would have hit unless it was someone like Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, I agree. And that's no knock against Anne Murray, but sometimes you just have to go to um, America. And look, and even Bonnie Raitt, she wasn't all that huge back when she recorded the song. Yeah. She was kind of, you know, not plotting about, but she, you know, she was on the, the kind of back nine of her career and, mm -hmm. and everybody kind of knew that. And that was... So did that song renew her career? Did that kind of elevate yeah. her career? Like it was a... Oh, interesting. I, yeah. Absolutely. And in the same era as Tina Turner's Private Dancer, mm -hmm. you had these older women who kind of were discarded in the music industry by like, you're too old, like we're relying on pop artists now to do it. Um, so, you know, but somebody like Shirley kept writing songs, whether it was for other people or for herself. She just released her, her last album in 2021. So she was continuing to write. It was just in a different level of what am I going to do with this? Yeah, and I guess a song like that um, would have set her up comfortably enough that she could kind of um, do what she wanted instead of being kind of a slave to the production grind. Um, and so that would have allowed her, I think, uh, opened a lot of doors for her to basically be more creative. I was around one one songwriter once and uh, visiting their house, and he said, this is the song 
that this house paid for, and that <laughs> song paid for this pool, and that song oh, wow. paid for my second and third wife. And so, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need that one hit, and not just in terms of your bank account, but I think in terms of credibility that um, most yeah. people who have that one hit will always say that that's when people started picking up their phone a lot quicker on their, their phone calls because they thought, well, you did it once. Let's see if you can do it again. Um, you obviously had a very close relationship with her. What was that like? I mean, you know, it, it's interesting. I mean, she lived in Orangeville, a writer of all these hit songs, and, and now certainly uh, people will probably in death kind of look at her more closely. But um, you had a very close relationship, and, and you know, she di- she was very young. I mean, she, she died pretty young. Um, did she feel like she accomplished what she wanted to accomplish? Yeah, you know, she hired me to work for a couple of months, um, her last album. And then when that kind of ended, I made her a deal that said, look, if you if you just, you know, if you just keep going, I'll work for you for free forever. Because I admired her so much and I loved her spirit. I loved I love working with people who are just good people. And mm-hmm. um when when that happened, um, she told me really early on about about her onset of cancer that she was continuing to fight it, um, but she didn't want anybody to know. She didn't want anybody to, to kind of look at her a little bit differently um, and kind of pester her maybe with questions. But that was kind of mostly just the kind of person that she was. She was always concerned about what was going on in your life rather than what was going on in her life. Hmm. Sorry, I'm taking a drink while you uh, say that. But Eric, is there anything yeah. else that, you know, after the fact that she will put out, does she have any unwritten songs that she wanted out there and felt that maybe there was another hit? We're going to find out very, very soon enough how how that's going to be um, released. I have a feeling that there is probably a lot of songs that might need um, musicians or might need the production style. Um, or maybe we just kind of put it out in 2023 um, as is, as the way that she maybe wanted to to have them out there. Um, but I will absolutely guarantee that this isn't the last that you know, we've heard of Shirley's songs for sure. I know that she was writing right, right up until the last moments of her of her passing oh, wow. at 67, which is so young. Yeah, it's so young. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. And was there someone, and was there someone, I mean, obviously Anne Murray was the thought that was for that song, but it ended up with Bonnie Raitt. Uh, was there someone who she felt that she always wanted to write for that, that would have taken her music somewhere? I think, you know, what, she had a really keen eye on what was going on now. So, you know, she, she name-dropped Billie Eilish and, and people like that. Oh, yeah. you know, but, I think, but I think most songwriters would like that, too. Um, but, no, she was really kind of content with the, with the career that she had, doing what she wanted to do. Um, and that's the mark of a really successful songwriter yeah. or performer or artist, is not is just not doing anything you don't want to do, creating for the act of creating, writing a song over and over and over over again until you think that it's right with absolutely no deadline or no goal to have it recorded. So that was that was what I think I'd most admire her is that she wasn't beholden to I gotta go out and tour to make my money. I have to make videos to stay current on TikTok for the younger generation. Yeah. She knew she was a songwriter. She knew her place in history, even though that you know, like most people, she's certainly more popular in the last couple of years since, you know, in the last 24, 48 hours because of her passing. But I think she would have just been tickled pink to know that, mm-hmm. that she's being thought of and remembered. 
Yeah, well, look, if you can find that balance, then, yeah, you have found success because that is for an artist uh, kind of the, the perfect world. Uh, very much appreciate your time and your perspective and kind of opening the vault on this one and uh, our thoughts to you because I know that you had a close relationship and she had a lot of friends. So thanks, Eric. Thanks so much for having me, Alex. I appreciate it. That is Eric Elper uh, joining us here. So, yeah, interesting. We'll see if she's got any more hits that could be, uh, could be put out. But isn't that funny? To say, I, I'm not interested in that. I'm not, that's not a hit. Okay, I guess we'll give it to Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. I guess, would you look back and go, boy, I really screwed up on that one. Or is it just that Bonnie Raitt was the right fit?